Welcome to Gov Innovator. I'm Andy Feldman. Our guest today is Dr. Larry Wolk, who's the Executive Director and Chief Medical Officer of the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. Our topic today is Colorado's nationally recognized family planning initiative. Here's a clip. We believe we've made the case uh, that this was the leading contributor to things like a decrease in the state uh, fertility rate amongst uh, women 15 to 24 decreased um, unintended pregnancy rate, um, decreased abortion rate, and, um, you know, double-digit percentage increase over the national rates. And uh, the only thing unique uh, to Colorado relative to the rest of the country was the investment that was made in these long-acting reversible contraceptives. To quote Isabel Sawhill of the Brookings Institution, if you want to reduce poverty, one of the simplest, fastest, and cheapest things we could do would be to make sure that as few people as possible become parents before they actually want to, unquote. An important initiative for doing that is the Colorado Family Planning Initiative. Launched in 2009, it has provided 36,000 long-acting reversible contraceptives, or LARCs, to low-income women through family planning health centers across the state. Since its launch, Colorado's teen birth rate has been nearly cut in half. In particular, the birth rate and the abortion rate for women aged 15 to 19 fell 48% from 2009 to 2014. To learn more, we're joined by Dr. Larry Walk, who leads the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment. Larry, thanks for being with us. Welcome. Thank you. My pleasure. Before we get into the specifics of the initiative, tell us the motivation behind it. Well, you know, for 30 years or so, Colorado and and almost every other state uh, have had some sort of family planning initiative, uh, whether it's uh, federally funded Title X clinics or other sources of federal and and state um, family planning support so that family planning can be made available. But uh, what's been studied and and discovered uh, over the past uh, 10 years or so is that really for uh, young women, especially those living in poverty or whose lives are in transition, really the most effective method uh, for family planning is a long-acting method, um, that being uh, either an IUD or a long-acting implantable uh, contraceptive. So uh, a private funder was uh, searching around amongst uh, states uh, five to six years ago looking for an opportunity to really prove this theory that um, if you really make a long-acting reversible contraceptive available without any barriers, that uh, you can significantly move the needle uh, when it comes to lowering unintended pregnancy. And uh, that's exactly how things got started, and and that's exactly what we were able to prove. And Larry, give us an overview of the key components of the initiative. In other words, how does the Family Planning Initiative encourage the use of LARCs for young women who want them? Yeah, it really boils down to three or four things. We want to remove any potential cost barrier to patients and providers so that these are available without... Um, you know, without having to worry about who's going to pay for these things. Uh, We want to make sure providers are adequately trained to insert LARC, uh, and we want to make sure that um, uh, clients and patients um, 
really have the right education and the right information when it comes to LARC so that they consider these as really their first choice when it comes to family planning alternatives. So lowering the cost, physician training, and then the outreach and communications angle. Will you say a little bit more about the last one? How do you get the word out? The main ways to get information out to uh, young women like this is really by word of mouth and by taking advantage of media and social media uh, that is um, really so important uh, as means of communication uh, amongst uh, young people. And, uh, you know, you, you can say all you want about uh, parents being a, a mean of communication or doctors or healthcare providers or even schools and educators. But when you look at the research with regard to where these uh, young people get their information, right or wrong, uh, it's from each other. It's from their friends. It's from um, certain media sources uh, like social media and um, other um, sort of newer uh, modes of uh, technology like podcasts like we're currently doing uh, that, um, you know, really do um, help provide information and, and help these uh, young folks make the right decisions. And we're glad to be part of that outreach. Tell us next about the funding. This was initially a privately funded initiative. Um, it has been privately funded for the past five to six years. Um, that private funding uh, has since run out. And so we felt, uh, and I felt, that we had um, made the point that um, uh, if you invest in this, um, certainly through public monies, uh, general fund money or other government sources, that you get a very healthy return on that investment. And so while the private money uh, helped us prove this theory, uh, to sustain programs like this in Colorado and other states, uh, I think we've made the case for public investment of dollars so that uh, we can get public returns on that investment. A couple more questions for you. Tell us about the trends in LARC use and in unintended pregnancy and other indicators in Colorado since the initiative's launch and how you think those trends were affected by the initiative. We believe we've made the case uh, that this was the leading contributor to things like a decrease in the state uh, fertility rate amongst uh, women 15 to 24, decreased um, unintended pregnancy rate, um, decreased abortion rate, and um, you know double-digit uh, percentage increase over the national rates. And uh, the only thing unique uh, to Colorado relative to the rest of the country was the investment that was made in these long-acting reversible contraceptives. Uh, and, and we have those you know, measures too. In 2008, Title X LARC insertions were less than 1% of all young women who came into those clinics. By 2014, it was up to 10%. That's a 20-fold increase in LARC insertions uh, over a five to six year period of time. And in those counties uh, that had those Title X funded clinics that were receiving LARC and who were inserting LARC at these higher rates, those counties had a proportionately lower rate of teen pregnancy than those counties who didn't. A final question for you, Larry, and maybe as important as any, for other state public health leaders in the United States who might be interested in launching a similar effort, tell us about some of the lessons that you think helped make the initiative successful in Colorado. 
Well, my first bit of advice is uh, make sure that uh, you align the effort with um, the insurance effort that's appropriate for your state. So we're an Affordable Care Act state, so we have Medicaid expansion, we have uh, an insurance exchange, and uh, by law, uh, these insurance policies uh, must cover things like LARC. And so we want to work to make sure that, um, you know, we're being good stewards of public money and that um, those insurance dollars are being used uh, as they're intended. Uh, our clinics went from billing about and receiving about a half a million dollars in insurance in 2008 to close to four million dollars uh, by 2014 as a result of putting things in place to be able to make sure that um, they're screening women appropriately for insurance, signing them up, and then billing that insurance. Uh, then the second step is where are the gaps? And as I said previously, the gaps are you still have women who are uninsured or who may have insurance but um, for a number of reasons want to receive services confidentially so their insurance can't be billed or they have high deductibles and the insurance uh, doesn't necessarily um, pay even though they are insured. You have to get the providers trained so that again they see the benefit of inserting LARC. You have to have your public education campaign and you have to have an inventory program so the providers have LARC on the shelves just like they would have immunizations and other essentials when they're providing primary care services. And I know those inventories are another key component of the initiative, so I'm glad you mentioned that. My thanks to Dr. Larry Wilk from the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment for giving us an overview of a leading state initiative around family planning. Larry, thanks so much. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.